This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing for the week of November 15th. In this episode, I'll discuss six MMWR reports. The first two emphasize the risks associated with COVID-19 during pregnancy. The third looks at infection rates, hospitalizations, and deaths among members of a large health system. The fourth looks at healthcare access and use among adults with diabetes during COVID-19. The fifth explores the impact surges in COVID-19 cases have on hospital systems. And the last report looks at the use of digital notification to provide timely outreach to people with COVID-19. We know people who are pregnant are at increased risk for serious illness from COVID-19, including ICU admission, ventilator use, and death. People with COVID-19 during pregnancy are also at increased risk for pregnancy complications, including preterm birth. In July 2021, the Delta variant led to the fourth wave of COVID-19 in the United States. The first report looks at the number of COVID-19 deaths after infection during pregnancy in Mississippi when Delta became the predominant variant. During the Delta period, nine pregnant people died after COVID-19 infection, compared with six COVID-19 deaths in the pre-Delta period. These 15 COVID-19-associated deaths were equivalent to nine deaths per 1,000 COVID-19 infections among pregnant people. During the same period, there were 2.5 COVID-19-associated deaths per 1,000 COVID-19 infections among women of reproductive age. Thus, COVID-19 deaths were substantially higher among pregnant people compared with all women of reproductive age. The report also found that 14 of the 15 people who died after infection during pregnancy had one or more underlying medical conditions. None of those who died were fully vaccinated, and one was partially vaccinated. There have also been reports of increased rates of stillbirth among people with COVID-19 during pregnancy. The next report looks at the association between COVID-19 during pregnancy and stillbirth. While stillbirth was uncommon overall, compared with pregnant people without COVID-19, pregnant people with COVID-19 had nearly twice the risk of having a stillbirth. Those with COVID-19 during the Delta period had four times the risk of having a stillbirth. Certain medical conditions were associated with stillbirth among pregnant people with COVID-19. These conditions included chronic high blood pressure, being pregnant with more than one baby at a time, an adverse event or outcome associated with the heart, placenta separation from the uterus, sepsis, shock, and acute respiratory distress syndrome. The need for a ventilator and ICU admission also were associated with higher prevalence of stillbirth. This analysis suggests that the severity of illness in the mother affects the risk of stillbirth associated with COVID-19. Together, these reports highlight the importance of COVID-19 vaccination among people who are pregnant, recently pregnant, trying to become pregnant, or who might become pregnant in the future. 
CDC encourages people to get vaccinated and get a booster as soon as possible to protect themselves and their baby and to prevent serious illness, death, and adverse pregnancy outcomes from COVID-19. People with diabetes are also at higher risk for COVID-19 complications. In the next report, we'll look at healthcare access and use among adults with diabetes during the COVID-19 pandemic. From February to March 2021, respondents participated in a COVID-19 internet-based survey about healthcare access and use during the pandemic. Researchers found 9 out of 10 adults aged 18 to 29 years with diabetes delayed medical care during the COVID-19 pandemic, and 2 in 5 struggled to access diabetes medications. Compared with older adults, younger adults were also less likely to plan to get vaccinated or to take other COVID-19 prevention measures such as masking and physical distancing. These findings highlight the importance of diabetes management and continued diabetes care during the pandemic, as well as COVID-19 vaccination and prevention. Daily diabetes management and regular checkups are essential for effective lifetime diabetes care. The next report highlights important data on the effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccination among people ages 12 and older. During July to September 2021, researchers looked at rates of COVID-19 infection, emergency department visits, and hospitalization among more than 480,000 people within a large integrated healthcare system in Oregon and Washington. They found unvaccinated people were at least three times more likely to be infected with COVID-19 than vaccinated people. Among those with COVID-19, unvaccinated patients were twice as likely to receive emergency care or to be hospitalized. Notably, unvaccinated people were seven times more likely to die compared with fully vaccinated patients. These findings show that vaccination continues to provide strong protection from COVID-19. Protect yourself and your community by becoming fully vaccinated. Get your booster dose when recommended. It's also important to continue taking other recommended prevention steps like wearing masks and physical distancing in indoor public places. As we enter the holiday season, vaccination and other prevention measures are key to preventing large increases in COVID-19 cases that could strain medical facilities and staff. The next report looks at the impact surges in COVID-19 cases have on hospital systems. From July 2020 to July 2021, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency COVID-19 Task Force used data to assess the impact surges in COVID-19 cases have on hospital systems operations and the potential effects on other critical infrastructure sectors. They found that as ICU bed use increased, the number of excess deaths from all causes also increased in the following weeks. Surges in COVID-19 cases also severely strain hospital system resources, including available hospital space, staffing, and supplies, causing hospitals to suspend many preventive care and elective procedures. This study suggests that while not the sole contributing factor, ICU bed use is a key indicator for strain within healthcare and public health infrastructures. 
the last report looks at the ways to notify patients of positive COVID-19 infection status during surges in cases. During October 2020 to January 2021, North Carolina experienced a 400% increase in daily reported COVID-19 cases. Because of a surge in cases and a shortage of case investigation staff, notification of people with positive test results by telephone was delayed. To handle the increased number of cases and rapidly notify patients, North Carolina state and local health departments moved to digital notification on December 24, 2020. During January 2021, 56% of patients with positive COVID-19 test results receive notification within 24 hours, compared with 15% of people notified within 24 hours during the previous month. These findings suggest automated digital notification is a feasible, rapid, and efficient method to reach people with COVID-19. This system can also provide guidance to people with COVID-19 on how to isolate, access resources, and inform close contacts. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports on COVID-19, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.